All right, everybody, welcome back to the Review Preview Podcast. I am Sean Clark, Senior Pastor here at Faith Community Church, and I am joined with Pastor Danny Martinez, our student ministry pastor. What's up, Danny? Hello. Not a whole lot. Glad to be here with uh, with you. So <laughs> I'm glad to have you here, man. And uh, you commented, we're standing up this time. We're yeah. not sitting down. It's nice to not have to sit and talk. I so know. Yeah. This, yeah. This, this is the way to do it. It is. I feel like, it, so I have a fancy like stand-up desk. Mm-hmm. And it's just nice to not have to sit all day. Right. Right. But then I find myself sitting on my couch a lot. Yeah. That's so, that's <laughs> weird. I never thought about that when you get home and you just sit. Right. No, I, I, I can't stay sitting for too long. I got to get up and yeah. do something. Yeah. Well, good. Walking. Well, thanks for joining the podcast yeah. and standing and talking to me <laughs> in my office. Um, we want to review kind of what we were looking at um, with the service time and especially primarily the sermon this last week. Yeah. You you jumped into the book of Philemon. Yeah, Philemon is a, a good book. And you know, when when I was thinking about what uh, what to preach on, I was going through the uh, smaller books of the Bible, and which one would be, um, you know, it's hard to fit an entire book. I know into a service, but Philemon, and yet you I did think, it. Uh, yeah, you we, totally we did totally it. did it. And uh, it, yeah, it was a good a good really good book. Lots of applications, lots of different themes to. Yeah. To camp on, but yeah. 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 I always think the, the stand and, and that was, yeah, the standalone sermon is like, okay, what do I say? I know. What do I do? Like, where do I go? Like the right? weeks before you're prepping, like, okay, first, you know, where would the Lord lead us? And yeah. then once you have it, you're like, okay, let's build the text. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Tell me about, tell me about Philemon. You know, you you wanted to preach on Philemon and you're led by the Lord to do so. So what was it in Philemon that drew you to it? But then also what, what did you sense the Lord wanted you to kind of say to our people? Yeah, I think Philemon is uh, an interesting little. Um, it's a letter. It's just such an interesting letter. I love it because it's it's peculiar because it's it's mail that we're reading from someone else. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that you're and, like we're gonna read somebody else's right. Mail. And yeah. so that's like a federal offense, I think, but um, <laughs> not in this context. And so, but it's neat because it was written not only to Philemon, but it was also written to the church at Colossae. And so I, I found that really interesting. And so, if you just read the book of Philemon for the first time through, and you've, you don't have any context, it's kind of like. What was you that? Mi- you miss a yeah, lot. There's yeah, so much. Yeah. And so that's kind of why in the beginning, I, I really felt it was important to give this uh, overview of um, just the the place and, and who was Onesimus and, yeah. you know, yeah. how did he find Paul and where was this distance? And yeah, um, yeah, I think the, just the really big, there's a lot of big themes you could focus on in there, but I think the biggest things were forgiveness and reconciliation. That was, mm, yeah. I, I mean, that that's just all over the book of Philemon and, and um, it even we see a parallel between um, what happened with uh, Onesimus and Philemon and how Paul was um, the mediator between them and, and how we as um, fallen um, creation, as sinners, are, um, in this case, Onesimus, and Philemon would be representative of uh, God our Father and Jesus is Paul and, and yeah. just how he uh, just uh, creates a way for us to be in connection and relationship and, and restore this uh, relationship. and Right, so, yeah. Yeah, and so there's, there's a lot, but that was the biggest thing. And so not only to see that picture, but to also see in our lives um, that, you know, just to, to remind ourselves of the important need to forgive and to reconcile these broken relationships yeah. that we have in our lives. Yeah. So. 
Wow, it was so good because it's been a while since I've looked at Philemon yeah. and just I mean I know the story, right? But I'm always like, okay, who was it? Was it Philemon that ran away or Onesimus? Yeah. I can't like I'm just yeah. like you know it's one of those kind of obscure Bible. Should have been stories. like the Book of Onesimus. That would have been <laughs> right clear. So but. it's interesting because like it's it's a letter written to Philemon, but you th- there are so many things that you can talk about, right? Um, with what what's so interesting to me is like you threw up a graphic on the screen of like the distance in Huge. which I mean it, it's like what do you it's like from going from here from to here to Los Angeles is about the equivalent of and that's just straight like we're just walking I five right, right yeah yeah <laughs> and he's yeah. like going around all the land and yeah you know, maybe through seats so it's it's yeah twelve hundred miles away so so Anisimus. Anisimus was an indentured servant or you know bond servant uh-huh. you know of Philemon. Um, we don't know the the story as to why he left, but but certainly he did. He right. wasn't authorized, quote unquote, to. Mm-hmm. But he he made the choice to leave, and probably you know, at, minimally, like he was a thief in right. regards to like not doing what he was obligated to do. So he leaves. He's twelve hundred miles away, and here comes Paul. We don't get the story there either about how right. they met, right? But Paul just so happens. Mm-hmm. I put that in air quotes. Like yeah. in God's <laughs> providence, God has Paul interact with Onesimus when he's 1200 miles away mm-hmm. and says, Hey, I know, I know your quote unquote master mm-hmm. and Philemon, that is a good dude. Yeah. Like you need to go back to him. So what is interesting to me is like there, I wrote this down is like, there is no distance that we can run away from God that mm-hmm. he won't meet us there. He's relentless in our pursuit to mm-hmm. make sure that we are um, living upright, moral, godly lives as we try to follow after him. I mean, case in point, Jonah, right? right? Like I, I keep oh, thinking yeah. back to Jonah's like, okay, he's going to chase you down and he's going to cause like a storm to come up on sea, right? Yeah. Because he's relentless in his pursuit of you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the New Testament parallel is there as well. It's like Onesimus tries to run away and find the freedom, mm-hmm. but his freedom is actually... Um, going to be given to him as he goes back to Philemon and yeah. Philemon is going to receive him back. What, you know, and you brought up this idea of like Onesimus was once useless mm-hmm. to you, but now he is useful to yeah. you. And it's like this story of redemption mm-hmm. and reconciliation and forgiveness. Yeah. And all, wow. Yeah. What a great, yeah. <laughs> you did a great job and, and bringing um, those things out. There's a verse, uh, let me pull up my Bible here, but when he, um, when Paul is talking about how um, how useful Onesimus is, and he says um, he's not only, I'm paraphrasing here, he's not only useful to you um, spiritually, but now also in the flesh. So, yeah. you know, where before, I mean, he's he was a, you know, I, I believe he was a bondservant, and so yeah. someone who ran away. And so in doing that, he would have left and not, you know, paid his debt or his obligation. And so yeah. um, now not only to be useful for the kingdom of God, but also, you know, we're not just heavenly minded because then we're no earthly good, right? There's that wow. old saying. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. But, but he's also useful to um, Philemon here on earth. So it's not just in ministry related areas, but how much more of a better um, servant will he be now that he has um, the Holy Spirit of God indwelling in him and he's yeah. just been transformed by that. Yeah. So, And I, I love how subtle Paul brings it up too because you, you highlighted it in the message time. Like Paul could have used his you know, apostolic authority, like, and we've seen him do that (laughs) throughout his new Testament epistles, like where he commands people Mm -hmm. and exhorts them to do some things. But he's, he's kind of like, you know, it tells me that there's no one way of going about doing it, but he's going to appeal to the character of Philemon Mm -hmm. and and his relationship that he has with him, knowing that Philemon is an upright moral person who wants to honor God with his decisions. And so he's, you know, he, he appeals to him as a brother, even though he could have commanded him to, 
And then I love it. I love at the end of verse 20, yeah. confident of your obedience. Yeah. You know, like it's still just that one little, like, I, I really, I'm pulling for you, Philemon, like make sure you receive him back. Yeah. And, it's like, I know you'll do the right thing, you know, wink, wink. And, and, so. it, and, and it, but I think that's such, I think that's Paul's also his pastoral heart. Right. Like he, he wants to come alongside people instead of just coming over the top of them mm-hmm. and making them do something. And, and it's kind of like, um, you know, even as shepherds, like we, we sometimes when I'm meeting with people, it's like, all I want to do is like, just grab them and, and shake them and say, do this. But at the same time, I know that, that I just need to come alongside them and point them in the right way. And hopefully God's spirit will Mm -hmm. use my words or even the indwelling truth that they know Mm -hmm. that they should do, um, to do the right thing. So, yeah. And you know, there, there are a lot of, and and, I mean, you could look at uh, leadership traits and and how Paul addresses this, uh, difficult situation. You could look at the theme of forgiveness. You could look, I I mentioned it briefly, but if you do a study on Providence and this is like, yeah, like just, this is it. It's, that's it. You know, 25 verses here just to to speak to that. And, uh, and so there's a lot, there's a lot to dig into in these 25 verses. Yeah. yeah, so, good book. It was good. And then the one thing that you pointed out um, at the very end, which is so, which is so cool, because I was I was unaware of this, and obviously we don't get it in the Bible itself, but we you probably learn it from church history. But mm-hmm. Onesimus yeah. was was probably the first bishop in Ephesus. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like, it's like really this so, runaway like so slave you, guy. Yeah. And- <laughs> so you get from like running away and being disobedient, kind of like a Jonah type person, right. to being restored mm-hmm. back into a proper relationship. And even as Jonah was preaching to the Ninevites, and right. they repent, and then Onesimus is going to be able to be utilized in in kingdom work all throughout the you know the duration of the first century yeah. in this leadership role. It's yeah. so cool in a very prominent city. Right? Yeah. And so it's just such a unique, and I love that, you know, that's, that's recorded in, in, in history just cause it, it's, it's nice to, we don't always know exactly, you know, how uh, people, like I think of Jonah, like Jonah is so abrupt in how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. So what happened in the latter years of his life? Yeah. Um, but with this, we see that the letter, it ends, but, um, you know, history tells us that he served in Colossae until he was about 70 years and then he yeah. became the Bishop of Ephesus, which yeah. is like, whoa, yeah. let's huge yeah yeah great story of redemption yeah correction so well good thanks for thanks for studying philemon and preaching and man i wrote down a lot of notes and i I walked away encouraged from it so Mm -hmm. so thank you for that well praise god it was it was fun i love going through i mean especially when you get a chance to go through an entire book it's just like yeah only 25 verses yeah i'll do right right yeah 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 this week um you know we have we have some pretty exciting stuff happening mm-hmm. at FCC this weekend. We have Fred and Artie Peckler with their 50th wedding. Congratulations a yes. little early, but yes. I said 50th wedding. I meant vow renewal. Yes. Yeah, they're not on wedding number 50. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the the vow renewal after 50 years. That's what mm-hmm. I meant to say. So that's Saturday morning. We got men's breakfast even before that at right. 7.30. So if you want to, if you're a man and you want to come eat food and I think Keith Huntoon is sharing his story. He's a cool guy. Yeah, Keith is really cool. He's a really cool guy. And uh, he was at men's advanced retreat this last weekend and and uh, so anyway i think he's going to share his testimony i think and then then uh sunday morning we got equipping hour at 9 30 mm-hmm. uh, once again we're kind of going through feelings and faith how to cultivate godly emotions in our lives um you know mental health is a massive right thing in our culture and how do we deal with our emotions can mm-hmm. we trust them are they fallen right. do we just follow our heart so we're going to be talking about those themes and then um, kind of another standalone sermon before we start our new Attributes of God series. Yes. Um, this week, we're going to be just talking about how to function um, as community in in the life of the church and mm-hmm. issues of fellowship. 
And so I'm titling the sermon a little dis, a little dat, because there was a menu in my hometown that is a small town menu, uh-huh. right? And it was like called Neighbors Cafe. And that was their menu is like a little bit of this and a little bit of that. So I kind of felt like I was putting the sermon together. I was like, man, there's just a whole bunch of random stuff I want to say. That's and good. I think the Lord wants me to say to yeah. people. So we're going to do a little of this, a little of that. Hey, sometimes when I like to go out <laughs> to eat and I'm just like, let's just get all the appetizers and yeah. we'll a little yeah. of this, a little, you know, yeah, that's yeah. good. So yeah, great. All right. So best breakfast place in Linden is? Uh, Fairway Cafe. Okay. Hands down. There you go. Hands down. All right. There I you mean, go. You, there the first, it is. You, you go there for the first time. You're like, I'll get a single. No, I'll get three pancakes. And <laughs> you it's get just way like too much food. The there. size of the table. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I'm going to reference that. So <laughs> Sunday morning is going to be good. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my upbringing in McPherson, Kansas, going to Neighbors Cafe. Okay. So we'll cover a little of this, a little of that. So we'll see you Sunday morning or Saturday morning, whatever you choose to come to, because there's a whole bunch of stuff happening this weekend. So thanks, Danny. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.